atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans, Sam Bushman and Kirk Crosby, live on your radio. Hard-hitting news, the network refused to use, no doubt, starts now. This, ladies and gentlemen, is the broadcast for August the 2nd in the year of our Lord, 2019. This is our one of two and our goal always to protect life liberty and property and to promote God, family and country on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. And absolutely, we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. And as you know as well, ladies and gentlemen, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to the broadcast. America should be a religious light on the hill, if you will. We should understand that we turn to God, not government, for guidance. We understand the necessity of government, but we expect government. Uh, it's You know what? Government's not uh, anything but force. And uh, in its box, government can be good. Governments are instituted among men by the consent of the governed. Governments can be wonderful only on one condition that we force them into compliance with the expectations of the rule of law using the checks and balances to chain down any who would try to gain too much power individually or as a group, power over the rest of us, that is intended to not happen. How is it intended to not happen? For the people to be involved and to use the checks and balances to keep America safe and great. Government is wonderful, just like fire. If it's contained and properly managed, Properly cared for, it's a wonderful thing. If it's not cared for and or not managed, it will absolutely consume and destroy the whole society. So those of you who say I'm anti-government, you lie. Those of you who say I believe in the proper role of constitutional limited government based on the rule of law, that's exactly what we stand for. The guidelines we use, God, family, and country. It's like that, right, folks? God, because if you have a relationship with the author of liberty and you keep his commandments and guidelines, you are promised by the Almighty blessings. Go look at your Bible. Check it out. If we keep his commandments and turn to God and repent, he promises us that he will heal our nation and protect us. What greater promise biblically could you expect on earth than that, huh? We are God's children. We are the offspring of God. We have a godly heritage, right? That's biblical as well. And you know what? We believe people have the right to believe according to the dictates of their conscience. What does that mean, you ask? Well, it means even if you don't believe in God, we still believe in your right to think and believe as you choose. But we are going to advocate in the culture wars for God, family, and country. Why family next? Because there is no greater institution than the family. Okay, a God-ordained marriage, welcoming children to the earth, multiply and replenish the earth. All right, that's the fundamental unit of society, the family, the God-ordained family. A husband, a wife, a male and female at the head, standing side by side together, raising children in righteousness, teaching them the principles of liberty and safety and freedom and prosperity. Right? It all starts with honesty. It all starts with morality. It all starts with obedience to God's laws. If we obey the Ten Commandments, the two great commandments to which the law hangeth, the law and the prophets hang on, then you know what? Those 12 guidelines 
<laughs> we don't need the, the 12 steps of recovery when we obey those 12 guidelines, treating God or loving God and your neighbor as yourself, the Ten Commandments. Look, how many wrongs can you commit if you keep those Ten Commandments and the two great commandments? Very little can you even do wrong. Government should be chained down with the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. A limited proper role of government is a blessing to the people, ladies and gentlemen. It prevents a greater force from taking over and making things much, much worse. So government, if you will, is a necessary evil, so to speak. There's a balance is the point. When government is defensive in nature, when government uh, tries to make sure that there is consistency and honesty in a level playing field, the government's doing what it's supposed to be doing, defensive in nature. When the government goes on the offense and starts to gobble up uh, responsibilities and, and um violates jurisdictions, you know, things that it should not do, and it's on the offensive, that government starts to go rogue and become a problem to free people everywhere. But America has the greatest grand old experiment, the founding fathers called it, ever. It was successful. And the United States Constitution and the rule of law, based on the checks and balances, and the proper role of limited government has provided more freedom to more people in the history of the world than anybody else bar none. Anyway, I digress. I love to go off on this stuff because I believe it is all about God, family, and country in that order. And the more we promote God, family, and country, the more we can return to the Founding Father-esque roots that they bled and died for that made America great, and we can do it again. But it's going to take a people to repent and turn to God, and then he promises us protection, and he will heal our land. And then we need to double down in terms of obedience to God's commandments. We don't need a gazillion government commandments if we obey God. Okay, we're talking about self-governance, right? We're talking about obedience to God's laws. People don't get all rogue and crazy now. Are there exceptions? Yes, there are. Are there wicked people to try to gain the system? Yes, there are. That's why the proper role of government is designed to stop them. All right, that's why America is the greatest country on the face of the earth. Oh, other countries have greater freedoms in certain ways than we do right now. We've lost a lot of our freedoms due to wickedness. All right, but you know what? We have the seeds for solution. We uniquely, with our form of constitutional government, a republic, if you can keep it, the founding fathers said, we have a unique form of government. In, the, in our government is, are the seeds of solution. Other governments don't have the seeds of solution to bring things back, to center, to right, to morality. Okay, we have it. We just need to have the people become moral and be engaged. What a wonderful blessing the supreme law of our land is, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live. Archives are at libertyroundtable.com. So is the donation link. If you'd like to help, we'd greatly appreciate it. Kirk Crosby's traveling today, so we'll try to see if we can tap him in uh, a little bit. Richard Mack uh, in the wings as well. So we'll talk to those guys here coming up. We've got a lot to cover today on the broadcast. Let's start with a recap of yesterday's show. It is available online at libertyroundtable.com. And it is brought to you in part by... Raw honey delivered directly to your door. To learn more, get a hold of Kurt, C-U-R-T, at LibertyRoundTable.com, or you can go on the web to LocalHoneyMan.com. That's LocalHoneyMan.com. You can text or call 801-669-2211 and chat with Kurt about raw honey. Uh, you can talk about how wonderful it tastes, the different flavors, the costs, you know, the sizes of of uh, buckets or, you know, bottles or, you know, whatever you want to purchase. Just tremendous raw honey. Tastes phenomenal, good for your health, and more. Text 801-669-2211 or call, email, web. I mean, how many more? Wow. It's all available now. All right. Quick recap of yesterday. The federal government trimmed rates a quarter of a point. 
That's only a fraction of the nine hikes over 2017-2018 that the Fed increased rates. So they've been increasing rates nine times over the last several years. Now they cut rates a teeny bit. Now you say, wait a minute, Sam, why do you say the federal government? Sam, it's the Federal Reserve. Don't you know the difference? Well, I understand the the deceptive, dishonest difference they point to today. That is that there's a Federal Reserve, which is a private banking cartel of thugs that manipulate the interest rate, supposedly, uh, aside from politics, uh, supposedly separated from Congress. Uh, But if I look at my supreme law of the land, um, it's the House of Representatives that's required to deal with all spending bills in America. Bills must originate in the House if they're spending in nature. Uh, So the House controls the purse strings. That's what I understand from the supreme law. I also understand that the Congress is to regulate the value of money. That doesn't say they have the authority to pawn it off to some unaccountable banking cartel, folks. So I understand we have the dishonest Federal Reserve, and it's a banking cartel. And I understand that Congress pretends that government created this legitimately and set it, you know, to run outside of politics. But we never, and this is the consent of the governed part, you got to understand, we the people never gave government the authority to delegate that power to a private banking cartel. We said you are responsible to do this, Congress. Same thing with the War Powers Act. Congress, the House, uh, and Senate, they're supposed to be the ones to declare war or not. Fund war or not. It's not up to the president just to do it as whim. Okay, same thing with the, the, the money in the Federal Reserve. So I understand people think the Fed's separate, and it is. But it's wrong, and it's unconstitutional, and the Fed needs to be shut down yesterday. Congress has the right to carry out that responsibility, but we never gave them the right to hand that responsibility to somebody else. It's kind of like if I hire a babysitter in my house and I leave. And then when I come home, somebody else is in the house. And the babysitter's like, well, you were paying me five bucks an hour. So I hired somebody else that was willing to work for 250 and I went home to party. And, well, I kept 250 and they t- t- kept 250 and they're, they're running the, the house for you there. Well, I'm, okay, that's not what I gave authority to do. See, and that's the same thing with the bogus Federal Reserve. So I understand. What's this guy's name? John Delaney. I mean, he's a socialist uh, on the Democratic wing, and he basically says, hey, he believes in entrepreneurs, and I believe in capitalism, he says. In response to Bernie Sanders' promotion of Medicare for all. Wow. If you believe in capitalism, then I don't understand how you're, you're on the ticket you're on and all that kind of stuff, but you know, there you go. Warren says, why run just to talk about what we can't do? Talking about how extreme uh, the socialism is in the Democratic Party right now. City sued for demanding Republicans promote Democrats. Did you see that? It's a constitutional, and it's a weird word. I've never seen it before. Anathema. Wow. DNC lawsuit about election is dismissed. Yeah, so they say, you know, hey, this big old idea that Donald and Julian Assange and WikiLeaks and, uh, you know, all these people, they're all guilty. Well, the judge said not true. I guess a copy of a tape of a phone call between Ronald Reagan and Nixon in 1971. They're both racist, now the mainstream press claims. I say it's manipulated and completely taken out of context, but there you go. Um, How Obama's Justice Department managed to evade FOIA laws. Again, more criminal activity. And we got to stop it, folks. We can't let secret combinations get above us. I'm warning you now. we got to promote God, family, and country on your radio. Attention Liberty News Radio listeners. 
Hard-hitting talk radio has never been and never will be supported by the mainstream in America. Hard-hitting talk radio is taking on the mainstream press like never before. News the networks refuse to use is one of the best ways to educate people. We invite all liberty-loving Americans to join with us to restore the principles of our founding fathers and promote God, family, and country in the media and our lives. Please help spread the Liberty message with your generous donation. You can go online at libertynewsradio.com right now and make a donation online. Or call 801-756-9133 and make a donation over the phone. That's libertynewsradio.com and 801-756-9133. Make a donation today. Scott Bradley here. Most Americans are painfully aware that the nation is on the wrong track and in dire straits. Unfortunately, most political pundits only nibble around the edges when they claim to address the issues. Even worse, many of the so-called solutions are simply rewarmed servings of what got us into the mess we currently face. And the politicians think we're so gullible and naive that we'll buy their lies that they have reformed and now understand where they led us astray. Unfortunately, the truth of the matter is that they simply wish to continue to hold power. The solution to America's challenges is found in returning to the timeless principles found in the United States Constitution. My book and lecture series will reawaken in Americans an understanding and love of the principles which made this nation the freest, most prosperous, happiest, and most respected nation on earth. Visit to preservethenation.com and order my book and lectures to begin the restoration of this great nation. All right, Sam Bushman live on your radio, ladies and gentlemen. Hard-hitting talk always at your fingertips. So we talked about a 170-year-old lady. And the mainstream press is just so dishonest. Here's their headline. 107-year-old Bronx woman on the secret to her longevity. I never got married. That's what they say. Never mind they talk about, you know, in the article that her sister is 102 and still living. uh, Showing, you know what, uh, the, the genes are partly responsible. And it talked about all kinds of other good things in the article about, you know, she exercises a lot. She controls her diet quite a bit. She does a lot of wonderful things. None of that mentioned at all. They just love the trash marriage. See, anything they could do to create a, a drive-by assault on the family, they do, right? And, and that's the problem that I have with them. It is about God, family, and country. And anything to do with God, family, and country, it seems like they just jettison and, and melt down and mock and ridicule. And uh, I mean, they have wordsmith folks that just get out and create words and, and hostile statements. And, you know, wow, the longevity. Hey, she never got married. Really, that's the... Wow. George Burns, hey, he lived so long, it was smoking cigars. You know, that's how you live long. Somebody else, hey, I drank scotch my whole life. They find this weird exception and promote, in my opinion, bad behavior. Now, I'm not downing somebody who's never had the opportunity to get married, okay? I, you know what? I, I feel their pain and their struggles. and Everybody has an innate desire to be married, to have a significant other, right? I, I get it. And it's sad when somebody doesn't, I understand. And I know a lot of people would even kind of act like it's not important to them. I understand that too. It's a, it's a, it's a defense mechanism to some degree. I understand it. And I'm not mocking anybody who has never been married or who was unable to get married or whatever else. And I'm not mocking people who haven't had children or any of those things. Okay. I get that sometimes it's very difficult and the traditional family doesn't seem to be, um, 
in the cards for them, if you will. Why? You know, it's it's hard to say. Um, but I'll, all I'm telling you is that we strive for that traditional family. And when it's not there or available to us for whatever reason, we should do our very best to build families uh, out of the circumstances. Right. Uh, so, you know what? <clears throat> My parents were quite older when I was born. And as a result, then I didn't really have a lot of grandmas and grandpas my whole life. I had one grandma my whole life is all I really remember. And then she passed away and I had no grandmas and grandpas. Therefore, my kids, uh, you know, um, haven't had a lot of that in their lives. Because, again, the generations spread out, right? Uh, anyway, long story short, we've had grandmas and grandpas at our church that where they consider, hey, this is grandpa so-and-so or grandma so-and-so. And they're not really the grandma or grandpa in a literal blood sense or uh, or even a uh, a family documented or you know historical sense, but they they play that role as older people in one's life, which teaches you respect. And I mean, I go on, and so oftentimes we have family organizations that that fill in for one another. You've heard of the term, you know, hey, godmother or whatever, a godfather, or you know, these terms are designed to to plug in where needed to build that infrastructure, to build that support group necessary for all of us. And when we have God, family, and country as a support group in our life, it turns out really well. And when we don't, sadly, um, then people who have an innate desire to have those blessings in their life, they turn to substitutes. And we can find great substitutes at church, in our community, with our neighbors. Uh, but oftentimes, if we don't do it right, if there's no father in the home or if there's no, you know, extended family infrastructure or church or whatever that to fill in for those things, then children turn to gangs and turn to other places to get that. So a little kid grows up. He doesn't have a dad in his life. He doesn't have a lot of uncles. He doesn't have a lot of male examples. They're poor. They're struggling. I don't care what color or what race. Okay. And they're struck and there's nobody there. And then, Hey, they 10, 11, 12, 13, 15 years old. And they meet somebody 17, 18, 19. That's hey, buddy takes them under their wing, teaches them a little bit about respect. And now it's the wrong teaching regarding respect. Nevertheless, they're like, hey, this respect and this order and this example and this big brother program of gangs, um, you know what? It's better than no father, no brother, no structure. At least I got a man to learn to be like, and then the gangs take over. See, we got a lot of that going on in our society, and it's got to stop, folks. Anyway, that was a recap of hour one. Hour two. We talked about major broadcast networks sue to stop a little-known nonprofit organization. You probably haven't heard much about it, but it's called Locast, or L-O-C-A-S-T. It's a free streaming service, folks, that wants to let you watch your public, you know, free TV or whatever over the Internet. And they want to sue and stop them, saying they're violating copyrights. But you know what? These people have done a lot of research, and they're taking them on. And uh, so the battle is David and Goliath. Ask for sure, but what's happening is this low-cast group is saying, look, we're non-profit, we're not charging any money, we're giving these broadcasts to you free, and if they can go over the air to your antenna free, why can't they go over the internet to you free as well? And the battle rages on as the big boys try to crush folks like VidAngel and folks like Lowcast and etc. We'll keep an eye on that fight because it's really important to know what's going on with that, folks. Freedom is at stake, I'll tell you that right now. Trump picked Kelly Kraft... For UN ambassador, I guess she's now confirmed. Again, she's a political insider, folks. Her dad was a well-known, tied-in Democrat. She's been at politics literally her whole life. So much for draining the swamp, Donald. 
pushing for gold. We talked about an astonishing good news story in a moment where a six-year-old Chechnyan boy, I think his name is Raham Kiriev. Anyway, he did 4,618 press-ups as he beats two world records. I mean, it's amazing. I think press-ups are push-ups. But anyway, it's just a, a cool story about a kid. All right, Miss Bond doesn't have the same ring to it. First ever black James Bond girl. Uh, you know, James Bond, the, the girl that played in there saying, hey, I don't think we ought to have a black female James Bond or whatever. You know, what is going on around here, folks? To even be discussing this stuff is weird. Classified U.S. most secretive bases that are even more mysterious than Area 51. And it's interesting they bring that up because it's true. Area 51 is just the tip of the iceberg. Uh, secondarily, though, rather than going to all these bases that have classified military information and secrets, in many cases, justly so, there is a fine line where government does have the proper role to, to keep things secret and on the down low for our national security. The problem is government bureaucrats usually expand that for their own manipulation and protection, for wrongdoing, if you will. That is the problem. But there is a legitimacy for some of it. And I would kind of ask, instead of going to into Area 51 and, and working on government secrets in that regard and or conspiracy theory, I'd rather find out if we've got the golden Fort Knox that we're supposed to have, right? How about you? Is, is, is there gold in them there hills? Is there gold in Fort Knox, folks? No one seems to be talking about honest money and gold, uh, except for us constitutionalists, who they want you to believe are somehow wacko and extreme and a danger to society, right? They lie. The NRA pulls the plug on NRA TV. If you didn't see that, that's kind of a sad story. I'm not a big fan of the NRA because I believe they, they compromise too many times and they sell us south on our gun rights. But nevertheless, it's sad. At least it was somewhat of a conservative viewpoint. I prefer the Gun Owners of America. Uh, Larry Pratt and crew, Eric Pratt over at GunOwners.org. They, they're a whole lot more non-compromised gun lobby in Washington. But anyway, nevertheless, a uh, sad tale, right? Black lawmaker, guy's name is William Lacey. He accuses AOC, Ocasio-Cortez, of using the race card. Wow. So if I bring up that, then I'm a racist. But, hey, this black guy can bring it up, right? See what's up with that. All right. Do you, do you know much about Lilum Vance Bronson? Well, that's the domestic terrorist. He's from the same Seattle area. Antifa group that recently beat up journalist Andy Go, right? Anyway, it turns out he was shot dead by the cops because he was trying to destroy an ICE facility in Washington using explosives and weapons. He's dead now, which is sad to say, but necessary. The guy was a terrorist kook. Nevertheless, the mainstream press not covering that story at all, folks. Former South Dakota official... Her name is Julie Osnes. I guess she has to fork over $750,000 for fudging SNAP data. In other words, food stamp fraud, folks. And she got busted and caught. Again, why do we have food stamps? Let the private charitable churches and groups deal with that, shall we please? We talked about Michelle Obama rents $23 million Shark House Mansion for her L.A. visit. She's certainly living high on the hog. Isn't she? Tulsi Gabbard, winner of Breitbart News and Drudge Polls for second Democratic debate. You don't even know much about her, do you? Will the honest press tell the truth? 
I mock, right? Wow, we'll see what happens. You got 25 of these people running. Not enough uh, room on the stage for all these people, is there? Uh, the crowd's going to start thinning out pretty soon, though. They say they got the third debate gearing up. And in the third debate, they say, hey, um, the criteria is going to be a lot tougher. So it's going to be harder to make it. By the way, Tulsi Gabbard comes out against giving free college tuition to illegal aliens. Who's calling her a racist, huh? Just wondering. All right, quick pause. Sam Bushman on your radio. Hard-hitting talk at your fingertips. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. A day after big Wall Street losses because of renewed concerns about a trade war with China, China is sending a clear warning to the Trump administration after President Trump yesterday says he'll impose 10% tariffs on more Chinese imports effective September 1st if a trade deal is not reached by then. Chinese officials now say their country will have to take countermeasures if that happens. President Trump telling reporters yesterday, When my people came home, they said, we're talking. We have another meeting in early September. I said, that's fine. But in the meantime, until such time as there's a deal, we'll be taxing them. Searsha Kennedy Hill, the 22-year-old granddaughter of the late Robert F. Kennedy, has reportedly died of an opioid overdose at the Kennedy compound on Cape Cod. And this is USA Radio News. Here's a great deal on MyPillow. When you go to MyPillow.com, click on the two-pack special, type in promo code USA, you'll get two MyPillow premium pillows for $69.98. Now, that's only $34.99 a pillow. You will not get that price anywhere at retail. It's the lowest price ever offered on radio or TV. And like all MyPillow products, 10-year warranty, 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the two-pack special, use my promo code USA. This is Shell Rotella Gas Truck. This is truck oil. This is hunting, fishing, camping way off the grid oil. This is climbing mountains in the rain, snow, and mud oil. This is hauling the world's greatest tailgate party halfway across the country, oil. This is not top-down cruising to the corner store for cupcakes oil. This is Shell Rotella Gas Truck, just for your truck and SUV, oil. Find Shell Rotella Gas Truck at your local Advance Auto Parts today. President Trump says he's not worried about recent missile tests by North Korea. Here's USA Radio's John Clemens. North Korea conducted two separate missile launches during the early morning hours on Friday, making the third such test in just over a week. The latest launch of the ballistic missiles were fired into the sea off its eastern coast, flying 137 miles on an apogee of 15 miles. Experts say the launch was viewed more as a message to South Korea to help stop the U.S. economic sanctions imposed by Washington against North Korea. President Trump says he's not overly concerned about any violations of international treaties. Short-range missiles, we never made an agreement on that. I have no problem. We'll see what happens. But these are short-range missiles. They're very standard. I'm John Clemens. The government's July jobs report just released 164,000 jobs created ahead of the 154,000 analysts expected. This is USA Radio News. 
promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Kirk Crosby's traveling, not with me. I'm still in the uh, recap of yesterday's broadcast mode. So I grabbed Richard Mack a little bit early. He'll be with me next hour, but he's here with me now as well. Welcome to the broadcast, good sheriff. Well, thanks, Sam. Uh, uh, I'm sorry that Kurt's not here, but I'm glad to be with you. Hey, thank you, sir. Kurt's actually doing some great stuff with his family, so it's all good. So a couple of stories we talked about yesterday I want to give you a chance to weigh in on really quick. Headline says, lawmaker proposes bill allowing Americans to directly contribute to funding the border wall when filing their taxes. So you know how you have those little check boxes, do you want to donate to this or do this or do that or whatever? They're going to have this special one that says, hey, do you want to donate to the border wall? What do you think of that? <laughs> yeah, well, that, that, that's, that's very creative. It is. Uh, uh, you know, I think that's kind of cool. But I, I would still like to see, and, and Trump's done this some. You and I have talked about this on the show before. Um, I'd like to see uh, him deduct funds from uh, these Latin American countries. But now that he has cooperation from Guatemala and Mexico, he's not going to be able to do that from at least those two countries. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, and I'm sure that the negotiation with Mexico and uh, Guatemala uh, included uh, talks like, uh, do you want foreign aid to continue to your country? Oh, yeah, yeah, we ought to have that, yeah, por supuesto. And uh, and then so uh, he didn't, uh, you know, he's not going to be able to go back and, and take it from them. So. Uh, I, you know, I'd be willing to do that. Uh, yeah, it's kind of an interesting topic, and here's my response in general. Well, it is. I don't want the IRS uh, assessing me tax returns in the first place, so if I had my choice, the IRS would be gone, and this wouldn't be an option. Oh, of course. Okay, second to that, I don't really like this idea that we can add this to my tax requirements, because it almost is like advertising or promoting of certain agendas. Now, for the wall, I kind of support the idea, but the point is that who decides what groups get promoted in this. I mean, I think they ought to put, like, Liberty News Radio on there. Hey, do you want to donate a dollar to promote the new media taken center stage, you know, or uh, Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association? Hey, do you want to donate to the CSPOA and, and help sheriffs stand up for the rule of law and, um, you know, help sheriffs understand their constitutional oath of office and responsibility? And, you know, who decides who gets their, quote, line item hawked on that thing, right? I mean, there's some questions that are really concerning there. Yeah. And, you know, I, <laughs> I guess this is, I guess we should have expected this, uh, but I still wanted some creative financing that didn't come from the taxpayers, but if it's a voluntary deal. That's right. And so I don't have a problem with it. I'm just saying in the broader context, I challenge the IRS's existence in the first place, but I also say in a broader context, who gets their items on here though? I mean, I'd love my item to be there, and, you know, so would you. And it's just interesting how that process all works. Now, this is a bill. This is not law or anything like that. It just highlights the creativity of the American people and the discussion point. I do like that. And if we're going to, you know, discuss the border and if we're going to struggle to get the the money to defend our country, hey, I'm, I'm for whatever creative way we can work out that is uh, constitutional. And since it's not by force, I think it is constitutional. And you know what? I think it's a good idea, and I would support it, and I would actually contribute to it. Well, I, I would too. And because uh, I like, one, I like the creativity, and I like, as you say, we're not forced to do it. That's right. So I would really do this. I, this is what I'd love. Um, defund the IRS and put all that money towards the wall. would have it done. Would have it done and money to spare, bro. Yeah. 
But see, nobody's talking about that, but I think you're spot on right. All right, we also talked about the, the you know the big department store Kohl's. They joined Amazon to take back online orders. So if you want to do a return of something you bought on Amazon, you're going to be able to go to Kohl's and drop off the return and say, I'm returning this. And uh, So there's interesting partnerships going on in the retail, quote, e-commerce world now. Sheriff? Kohl's and Amazon are partnering? Roger that, yes. Not Coldstone, I, not Kohl's, the department store, right? Right, Kohl's, yeah. Yes. K-O-L. L-H-K-O-H-L uh, apostrophe S or something like that. Yeah. Anyway, my wife goes there a lot. Yeah, well, if she buys things on Amazon, she'll be able to return them through Kohl's if she needs to. And I think she just did that, uh, like, yesterday or the day before. Yeah, so it's it's just a convenience move, and it kind of gets Kohl's out of the doldrums of being the old brick-and-mortar idea. Right. And it gets uh, Amazon a way to have a bunch of uh, return centers uh, just showing their commitment to quick returns and quick delivery. And quick... Anyway, it's an interesting partnership. I'll yeah. tell you that right now. I, yeah, I didn't understand what she was doing or saying, but she goes, oh, well, I have to go drop this off for Colleen. That's my cousin who lives in North Phoenix. And and I and to send back to Amazon, and I only have to drop it off at Kohl's. And I didn't understand it, and I didn't have the time to quite. Well, now you do, bro. You got it all squared away. Thanks to Liberty Roundtable Live, baby. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, so that's what's happening. Now, what other elements might uh, exist or grow out of this partnership? I don't know. I'm just telling you that Kohl's agreed to be return centers for Amazon in a partnership deal is what's going on. So when people are going to Kohl's to return something for Amazon, you get why, right? That's going to create the foot traffic for Kohl's immensely. That's exactly the point, I'm sure. Right, yeah. Uh, It it reminds me of how a lot of these um, little restaurants are in gas stations now. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, that kind of partnership. It reminds me of that kind of thing. Hey, you go there for gas, and they're like, well, you probably need food too, right? I mean, it's a wise move. It's, it's, it's the natural progression. I think it's phenomenal. I think it's creative. I think it's the American genius on display is what I think. Well, you see that with Amazon a great deal. Uh, I, I've never seen such an entrepreneurial capitalist as Bezos. Uh, and uh, say what you will about him, that, that man is an entrepreneurial genius. There's no quite well. Hey, just look at the uh, look at the company called Amazon. The very name kind of articulate <laughs> articulates yeah. the vision, does it not? A huge flow of uh, business. I mean, Amazon, of prosperity. Yeah, yeah. Amazon is the river that has most volume of water in the world. It's not it's not the longest river, but volume wise, it's the biggest river. And and I think that's what his business has been. It has been a huge. Volume. And by the way, they took over Whole Foods. I don't know if you know that. Uh, and a lot of people thought that was kind of the, you know, hey, they were had a hankering I, I for. I didn't remember that, but yeah, I knew that. All right. A lot of people thought, that, well, this ought to, you know, satisfy their appetite. <laughs> uh, well, they just released um, all that was, was wetting the appetite. They're just getting started. Well, uh, as you'll recall, my daughter-in-law, Robin, uh, Josh's wife, used to work for Amazon. And she just switched to Apple, and that's why they just moved to Austin, Texas. And uh, she, I will tell you, she did not like working for Amazon. Uh, very few people that I know like working for Amazon. It's a very difficult, high-powered, high-pressure place. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of people are required to do robotic exercises over and over and over and manage the robots, and it's a very... It's a very compressed environment. You know, they're on a on a quest to somewhat take over the world. And, and I understand the desire to be productive, but I think they've gone way too far personally. And, you know, this is where we kind of separate the free enterprise from the naked capitalist a little bit, where the bottom line of money is 
a good thing to prosper for, but it's got to be put behind God and family and country. And in other words, there's got to be a moral compass to the quest. And when there's not, it's out of balance. That's where the naked capitalist idea comes from, right? Yeah, of course. And and uh, I will say she loves working for Apple. And uh, she said it's a world of difference. And it, she did complain about what you said. Yeah, there's a lot of complaint about Apple, though, and Siri, though. I don't know if you know this, but Siri's been recording people having sex and stuff like that nowadays. Oh, but it's only for a few seconds. Uh, cool, right. No problem. <laughs> I mean, it's whacked out stuff. I don't know what they're even thinking or doing, but it's insanity. <laughs> uh, it, I, it's hard to even believe we're discussing this kind of stuff, isn't it? It really is, Zeb. I'm it's like, kidding. are you kidding me? And I'm, I'm not just talking about, like, Jeffrey Epstein kind of perverted sex stuff. I'm just talking about normal couples living their lives thinking that it's no problem. And then the microphone's being turned on and a little bit of monitoring. And, you know, they're trying to act like, well, we want to make sure that it's okay. And if it's okay, we just delete it. If it's not, then we, well, hey, why didn't you do that on Jeffrey's watch then, huh? Yeah. See? Uh, yeah. Um, but to some degree, it's it's problematic in terms of a privacy, a constitutional concern. But they don't seem to be too interested in that. They seem to be um, really all up in arms to talk about it, but never to take any action. See, they're always like that, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, oops, Sheriff, we did it again, says the latest headline. NSA caught illegally collecting American phone data. No way. Yes, sir. They oh, they would Never. So who's worse, Google uh, opening up Siri's microphone to hear you having sex or the government um, and then backing the NSA and, and stealing all your phone records? And Whoops, we did it again. George said he was so sorry it was only for the foreign terrorists, but it was really you. Got caught, should have been caught, uh, thrown in prison. Nevertheless, uh, Congress just codified it and said no harm, no foul. We'll give you, quote, authority to do that. And now you got Apple doing it. Uh, you got uh, the NSA doing it. I mean, who's worse, Apple or the NSA? Well, NSA by far, because it's a government agency, and uh, you, you buy a product from uh, Apple or anybody else, and they just happen to do that. They don't, uh, private businesses are not held to the same standard as government. And, and so, uh, where I could probably sue. Well, right now, it seems that the, these these companies, opposite of what you're saying, it seems like these companies at least get fined for it. Government gets nothing. Yeah, both of them owe me. <laughs> you got that right. Hang tight, ladies and gentlemen. We're still, or we just finished the recap of yesterday's show, by the way. A couple of covering of those headlines because I wanted the good sheriff to be able to double down and kind of comment on a few of them. Hard-hitting news that I refuse to use starts in just seconds. I'm Sam Richard Max with me. CSPOA.org on your radio. Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way. But actually, gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into Mommy and Daddy's bank account, because we're a UPMA member family. 
Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Talk Right, the conservative app offered by TalkStream Live that caters exclusively to the conservative talk radio community. Here you'll see only talk shows and podcasts from the conservative right. All the big broadcast names and online digital shows in one place. Talk Right makes it easy to find all your favorite conservative talkers with all the upscale features you come to expect from TalkStream Live. Keep up with the fast-paced political world. Download Talk Right today from Google Play or the App Store. Begging politicians, bureaucrats, and educrats, and all do-getters to please obey the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. This is Liberty Roundtable. All right, a big shame goes out to the House and the Senate and the Donald. Shame, shame, shame on you. It looks like they all passed and the president's about or poised to sign the, quote, sweeping budget agreement, they say. It's an omnibus spending bill that's beyond imagination. It literally suspends the debt ceiling for another two years. I mean, it's literally completely funds Planned Parenthood. I mean, it is absolutely spending us into oblivion. Rand Paul blasts both <coughs> parties uh, over the budget deals. He declares the death of the Tea Party and more. Listen up and we'll talk about it. Senator from Kentucky. Can you hear it? Can you hear the somber notes, the feet shuffling, the solemn tones? Can you hear it? It's a dirge, a funeral march. It's the death of a movement, a once proud movement with hundreds of thousands of people gathered on the National Mall. It's the death. It's the last gasp of a movement in America that was concerned with our national debt. Today is the final nail in the coffin. The Tea Party is no more. The budget deal today allows unlimited borrowing for nearly two years. Unlimited, no limits. The government will borrow what they wish without limit for two years. It abolishes all spending caps. Adoption of this deal marks the death of the Tea Party movement in America. Fiscal conservatives, those who remain, should be in mourning for Congress, both parties, has deserted you. The national debt now stands at $22 trillion. This year we will add over $1.2 trillion. We're approaching record deficits, and neither party cares. Both parties have deserted, have absolutely and utterly deserted America, and show no care and no understanding and no sympathy for the burden of debt they're leaving the taxpayers, the young, the next generation, and the future of our country. The very underpinnings of our country are being eroded and threatened by this debt. Sheriff, you want to respond to Rand Paul? Well, 
that's that's why I've said I, I still like Rand Paul, uh, because he is bold enough to uh, call a spade a spade and call out both parties. Uh, and he's telling it like it is. I am still really disappointed in him and his principled stand uh, for Sam Gerard, uh, He because he hasn't made one. Uh, and and I uh, do not uh, forgive him for that, and I do not support him for that, uh, but I I do really appreciate what he has said there. Uh, and I, um, I, I, I'm shocked that he's the only one, uh, uh, and I'm shocked that the president didn't keep his word uh, because the president said last year that he would never sign this type of a budget again, and he, he has signed one that's even worse. Uh, this is uh, more proof that uh, Washington, D.C. is so corrupt and uh, that uh, they do not care as long as they're getting their money and they can get uh, taxpayer monies out to their pet projects. They do not care. It's more of the brainwashing and the dumbing down of America that it's okay to spend money you don't have. And Rand Paul is correct. That is going to come back and bite us one day. Both parties will blame each other for it. When you and I have said for years now that it is uh, the fault and blame and corruption of both parties. I say it in my class. I will say it again when I start next week. Uh, we have classes that start Wednesday in my American history class. They will understand where to blame, and that is politics and the swamp that is obviously not being drained. The swamp is being supported by our president, and this was one of the things that you would expect that he would want to drain because it is the most corrupt practice in Washington, D.C. One, to continue funding an evil organization that promotes murder of the defenseless unborn, and now even uh, after they're born, and to continue this humongous, devastating, catastrophic debt as if it means nothing to us. And so the leadership in Washington on both sides of the aisle is, uh, is equal, are, are equally uh, responsible or irresponsible for this, and it's absolutely unforgivable. All right, now, I wrote some headlines to articulate this because nobody else is writing headlines. Believe it or not, there's almost a dearth in the media about this. Not a whole lot of people even talking about it. They don't want the people to really uh, stand up in their righteous indignation, as Rand Paul has done, and we should do the same. Nevertheless, here's the headline I wrote for it. House, Sen, and the president sell the people down the river again. Criminals spend dishonest money. Fund Planned Parenthood. Senator Paul blasts both parties for budget deal declares the death of the Tea Party. I don't know how to call it any different, Sheriff. Yeah, and, and I don't know, though. Uh, the, the Tea Party has been waning for a long time, uh, and it's, it's sad that they're not getting more involved, but uh, it's not the Tea Party's responsibility. 
And it's, it's, I, I agree, but I don't know that Rand's saying it's their responsibility as much as saying in the past they've been able to stop these go. things from happening to some degree or at least put up a challenge in a discussion. Right now, there's, it, it, there's really been not even a challenge or a discussion about it. Well, we the people should be doing it, whether we call ourselves Tea Partiers or what. That's right. Uh, and I think Rand Paul's generally uh, suggesting the Tea Party is kind of a word for all of us of uh, seem to be checking out of the game, huh? But but you're right. The Tea Party is not really relevant in terms of a word or a, a corporation or a nonprofit group or whatever you want to say. It's the people's responsibility. Um, I think the Tea Party just kind of symbolized or articulated in a couple of words uh, that movement. Right. And, and so the sad part is that movement, for the most part, seems to be dead. No one's engaged. Nobody cares. Hey, by the way, you know, the pitch is at seven, Sheriff. Yeah. Right. Well, and I'm wondering if if Trump is just so preoccupied with. Uh, the impeachment uh, threat uh, that he's trying to appease the other side a little bit with that. But I also think that he's uh, he's just wanting to get back to work to do another things. He doesn't want this fight. If he didn't do it, the government will be shut down again. He'll take the blame uh, because he ultimately he's the one in charge in Washington. Uh, but really, this is so... Uh, and it is so much the antithesis of draining the swamp. I mean, it is exactly the opposite of draining the swamp. When you keep feeding the swamp uh, this type of money, uh, and of course, uh, at the cost of what? I mean, it it, it is so catastrophic. And uh, this is this is like the the Roaring Twenties uh, before the stock market crash and before the Great Depression. Oh, we're still okay, you know. Oh, we don't have to worry about it. Oh, eat, drink, and be merry. Oh, because oh, you know, it doesn't matter. And why wouldn't we have thirty trillion proposed by the Democrats now? Because the brainwashing is clear, Sam. We can spend whatever we want in Washington, and it doesn't matter, and nobody does anything about it, and people still vote for us. And I mean, the the insanity of all of that. And here's the sad part. You know, the Republicans before ran on this idea that we're going to be fiscally responsible. We're going to rein in the debt. We're going to hold down spending. Yeah. We're going to defund Planned Parenthood. We're going to. Uh, and what happened was the Democrats moved so far left to where now even the cons- uh, I don't know what you call them. The the moderates in their own party are trying to rein in the just unbridled, belligerent, crazy, flat out promotion of socialism. Where the Republicans kind of think we can move where the Democrats used to be and be just fine, no big deal. You're going to vote for the radicals that want to destroy America flat out or vote for us that, yeah, we might spend a little too much, but we're the good guys in the group. They've allowed the whole matrix to skew left by by a massive and we almost roll the car we're turning so hard left. But nobody seems to care. The matrix is moving and no one is standing to stop it. No, they're not. And uh, I, I don't know if Rand Paul could do something else, you know, propose a bill or whatever to to. Well, he already did. He proposed his penny plan, and the penny plan basically said, hey, we're going to spend a dollar normally. Let's spend 99 cents now. Usually they spend a dollar, and then they want to, uh, their projection's a dollar 30, and then they come back and spend a dollar 20, and they told you they gave it a cut. It's a lie. Let's truly cut by a penny. Now he says it'll take two pennies to eventually balance the budget in five years. Uh, but he does, he, and his bill got shot down and crushed. So he did propose it as legislation? Yeah, absolutely. And he talked about it on the Senate floor and everything and pushed his colleagues and, and literally highlighted what's going on. And they flat out rejected him and shut him down, buddy. Oh, of course. It'd be, it, we're, 
we're not going to we're not going to stop even by a penny. You know, uh, Congress is so inept, so stupid, so insane. It's so, Sheriff. It's, at some point, this debt's got to be dealt with, and it's it's not going to be dealt with. They're going to continue to have another swig from the bottle of false prosperity and just in their drunken stupor continue to just spend like drunken sailors. At some point, though, there's going to be a uh, halt to the con game, my friend. At some point, it's going to be a forced scenario, whether other nations jettison the dollar, whether somebody calls in the debt due from a foreign nation and they'll threaten war or whatever else. I mean, even in the past 15, 20 years ago, uh, China threatened the nuclear option and they weren't talking about, you know, nuclear bombs at that point. They were talking about getting rid of the dollar and, and, and calling in the debt, etc. At some point, though, there will be a day of reckoning. It is impossible to escape. And I have to agree with Rand that I don't know that we can turn back now. Uh, that's the sad thing is uh, I think he's right. Uh, I think, you know, obviously we could, but we're not going to. Well, right. All I'm saying is it, it's literally possible to do, but when you see what they just did now, yeah, I mean, who's going to do it? Yeah, right, exactly. There's so, no yes, it could be done. If we were to rise up tomorrow as the people and replace all of Congress with constitutionalists that demand a change, it, I'm not saying it couldn't happen. But I'm saying as we see it right now, I don't see it happening. And I don't see – I don't even see – here's the problem that I see. I don't even see good people in the wings to be able to do this. In other words, well, let's say tomorrow they said, Sam, you can put all 100 senators in place yourself. Not that that would be constitutional. I'm just making a point, right? Right. Uh, and you could put all 435 members of the House, buddy. And you can even elect the president, buddy. You got you know the House, the Senate, the president. Um, I don't know that I could even find 536 people that I believe would stand with the Constitution that could go up there that have enough experience and or stature to even really be an honest, serious possibility, right? Do you? I, I, think, I think we could get one or two from each state. But that's not enough to fill the the House and the Senate. Uh, yeah, it's not. See, I don't even think we have the people that we could recommend in good faith that could get it done. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying those people don't exist. But I certainly would love to try. But, but I'm highlighting we don't even have the organization on the ground to get it done, even if those people do exist, much less uh, the ability for them to exist and to be vetted. and to. I mean, uh, so that's why I say there's literally... No chance. Not because it's not possible, because it's just we don't even have the stage set to make that occur. Well, remember when I said we're in trouble? Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> all right, hang tight. Hour one in the can. Hour two coming up. The good sheriff's going to be with me all hour. And boy, do we have a lot to talk about, man. This is Liberty Roundtable Live. There is no other talk show on the planet like it. It's all about God, family, and country. It's all about the protection of life, liberty, and property. Now, thefreedomcoalition.com, check that website out. Also, become a member of the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association, CSPOA.org. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America.